Here's what's coming up on today's show. If the appraisal comes in low, we need to consider that that's the actual true value of the market right now because it's moving so quickly. We might need to reduce down to the appraisal value and then we can hold the deal together. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, I've got some headlines. want to run these by you. Uh, these popped up this past week. I'm interested to get your take and your perspective. First one seems very alarming and certainly grabs your attention. Anytime someone puts Great Depression into a headline, it does make your eyes go up a little bit. Um, so here's here's what it was. Basically, Wall Street, this is from Fortune magazine, by the way. Wall Street says U.S. housing market to see the second biggest home price decline since the Great Depression. And so, again, we're talking about not talking about a crash necessarily, but the biggest home price decline since the Great Depression, and it seems like they're talking about the like the, the the quickness of how fast those prices are going to go down here. Pretty much, the talk to various Wall Street companies and all these various companies predicted significant home drops, price drops through the end of 2023. Some of the estimates were in the five to ten percent range, Colleen. Others said ten to fifteen if recession fears are fully realized. But the good news is it's still a lot less than what we saw in 2008. What's your read on uh, that kind of take from, from the Wall Street? My read is, <laughs> here comes my opinion, that headline doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. U.S. housing market to see the second biggest home price decline. Second biggest home price decline. Like you said, that could mean the swiftness of it. Or the percent, like, what are we talking about here? And when you get into the article a little bit, it's still a little vague to me what the stat actually is or what they're predicting. Sharpest. So second sharpest. So then if you get into the article, it says sharpest home price decline. So maybe that means the swiftness. Right. And I love that they say through the end of 2023. So that means we're in this for the next 12 to 15 months. I don't think it'll be that long. I think I think things will correct here in about six months. And, you know, we're seeing a 1% decline over last month, but still 8.4% up over last year. So we saw one is first time we've seen a little decline. So it'll be interesting to follow that and see what the Willamette Valley and the coast, Oregon coast area really sees. But right now we're just not feeling that at all here. Yeah, it's a great point. And again, these, as always, are national numbers and their averages. And so, you know, various markets can really skew these opinions and uh, these directions. Because one thing they say as you read further into the article is that some of the hottest pandemic markets, you know, the ones that really popped up during the pandemic, like maybe small towns in Idaho or other parts of the country where they just saw these huge booms and explosions, um, they may be, you know, they, they certainly were overcorrecting toward the high side, and they may do the same thing on this drop back down. They may be so overvalued compared to the rest of the country that they're going to experience this steeper decline and thus bring down the market as a whole. So they said that they could see 20% price corrections or more due to that being wow. overvalued. So that kind of skews things a little bit as well. It does. And that's why I really enjoy going to these national events and and talking with other uh, big 
agents, big teams, coaches. Um, my coach is here on the West Coast, my business coach, and he's he coaches national agents all over the nation. And he kept saying, are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? I'm like, no, we're not seeing it. No, we're not seeing it. And then last week I said, okay, well, yeah, we're kind of seeing this. We're seeing it soften. Mm. We're not seeing sharp. We're not seeing what they're talking about here, this sharp decline price decline yeah when you go local sometimes it's just different timing sometimes it's different Uh level of impact it definitely uh, varies a little bit yeah Hmm, interesting they even said if you're looking for some silver lining here though they even said you know what we could be totally wrong though and 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 they they kind of like did like weather forecast like best case scenario you ever notice that they started doing that with snow the last couple of years they don't just issue one snow map (laughs) when they do forecasts they now say like you know, best case scenario, we see this much snow, worst case scenario, this, and then what we think is going to happen here in the middle. But they kind of give you these different, like three different possibilities. They kind of did yeah. that in this article too. And they even mm-hmm. said, we could be a little wrong on this and we might actually see a modest increase in prices. Right. Well, of course they did. It's Wall Street. <laughs> got to cover, cover your, uh, you know what, a little bit here. So. In any event, I don't know if you really take a whole lot out of that article, um, but it certainly catches your eye a little bit if you see something like that. Thanks for putting it into perspective for us, Colin. And when you're out there and you see articles like this come across your computer, whatnot, read them because yeah. the headline, it skews things. D- the so. headline does not always match what's happening inside the article. No. It's a great point. Uh, remember <laughs> that not just for housing articles, but any article that you read, that is a very true statement. Uh, speaking of articles, here was another one I came across this past week, Colleen, and I uh, thought this would be a fun one to chat on for a minute. Uh, four surprising reasons home buyers' real estate deals fall through. And this was from Realtor.com. And uh, here's the first, we'll kind of just walk through these four reasons together, and I'll be okay. sure to hear if you see these happen frequently, what you do to help your buyers safeguard against them, or even the flip side, right? Helping your sellers, um, you know, not experience this. Because when a, when a real estate transaction falls through, it kind of hurts all sides, right? So it's not something yeah. anybody wants. Uh, the first one uh, seems pretty obvious. Rising interest rates causing financing to fall through for more and more people. You seeing that? Yeah, especially with this last bump. I mean, if you have, if you're a potential buyer out there, and let's say you got pre-approved three to six months ago, let's get you back to the lender and see what you're pre-approved for today, because it's not going to be the same. Your buying power is less with a seven and a half percent interest rate and that's unfortunate but what last thing we want to do is use your pre-approval get you into into a contract under contract with a purchase and then find out you know you you were at the top of your limit there um, due to your debt to income or your credit score or whatnot and now you can't afford the purchase you're planning on that's a good point. And, um, you know, there was a, one thing when it was a difference from three to five ish percent. But man, when you start getting up into the sevens from the threes, that is a huge difference. So sometimes people don't grasp that difference until the numbers are run for them personally. So that's a great suggestion, Colleen. Get re pre approved if you need to. Yes. Uh, if you've got questions about the mortgage you know, process and where things stand right now and want to get pre-approved, Colleen's got great contacts in the area who can help walk you through that financial conversation and look at what your buying power is. Give her a call or text her if you've got questions about that, 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. All right, another surprising reason. Uh, that first one I thought was kind of funny because that didn't seem very surprising, Colleen, that that was <laughs> causing But it, it is surprising to, to some people, you know. They think, hey, we're, we're pre-approved to buy a $400,000 home. I guess you're right. Well, I guess you're right, yeah. Now you're not. Now now you're only approved for a $350,000 home. 
not surprising to us, but I but I agree you're right. It could be it's surprising to people who you're right got pre-approved just a couple of months ago, and then now it's like, what happened? You know, I, I get that. Okay, I'll t- I take my comment back. Um, <laughs> all right, here's the number two: houses don't appraise for what the buyer offered. And that's causing real estate deals to fall through. And this was a problem when things were going crazy with purchases. Is it still an issue now that we're seeing things soften? Uh, Not as much. Um, I haven't had a low appraisal come in. in, Well, we had a few in August, actually. So, yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, you've got an appraiser coming out, giving you the value of the home based on the bank and based on other comps. And like I said on the stats at the beginning of the show that the dollar per square foot has dropped a little bit. And that's that's what the appraisers use. They, they, they're looking at it as a dollar per square foot on the comps. So sometimes, yeah, we might start seeing those come in low. I mean, we've seen them all along. We just have to kind of cross our fingers to appraisal day, which unfortunately is at the 11th hour of the whole transaction. You know, appraisal's like the last thing that happens right before we close. And so when that comes in low, sometimes it does kill the deal. Uh, buyer can't bring the cash in or the seller doesn't want to reduce price. However, right now we're coaching our sellers. If the appraisal comes in low, we need to consider that that's the actual true value of the market right now because it's moving so quickly. We might need to reduce down to the appraisal value and then we can hold the deal together. That's a great point. Yep. So that strategy hasn't changed so much. Maybe not seeing it happen uh, as big of a problem going forward, but still popped up a little bit. Uh, just, you know, we're not that far removed from August, so maybe still a few little cases where that could be an issue. Yeah, and we're still in an inventory shortage. Yeah, in there's still a supply-demand issue that can't be ignored, right? Yeah, as, as a result, you know, the prices continue to increase. They're just not increasing as fast as they were. But let's not try to overbid, and then I'll coach you through that appraisal when it comes. We're breaking down this four surprising reasons homebuyers' real estate deals fall through article from Realtor.com. The third reason is that buyers have racked up too much debt. Have you seen that become a problem among buyers in the area? If you're a potential home buyer, I mean, you just really need to keep an eye on your debt to income ratio. So don't be going out if you if you're a potential home buyer. Let's buy the house before the fancy car. You know, let's get you into a home and start you on the path of equity growth and and making some money on that investment. And and then, you know, then go get your fancy car. That's what I love to tell my kids anyways, like before the fancy car comes the home. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of college debt out there, which gets in the way of your DTI, which is debt to income. And so we want to keep an eye on that. If you if you're coaching a kid of yours or grandkid to buy a home, you know, let's talk to them and get them on the right path, whether it's now or a year from now, we can get them on the right path. So they're not incurring a bunch of debts. That's a good point. If you've got a little bit of a debt issue, take care of that now so you're not having to deal with it while you're looking to buy the home. Uh, It doesn't really ever create you advantages in the home buying process to have extra debt. Um, Be as free of that as possible when you go to get that home. Live within your means. Don't live on credit cards. That's a good point. Home prices. This is the last one. Surprising reasons home buyers' real estate deals fall through right now. Home buyers dropped, and buyers found a different house that they wanted. Mm. Yes. Um, so that the price drops, and somebody says, "Ooh, now I can get a better house than this one that I was thinking about getting." And so they <laughs> that deal falls through. Are you seeing that? We have been seeing that. Interesting. Yeah, the buyers they they're like they're still sh- they're in contract, but they're still out there shopping. 
And they're like, yeah, no, I, I changed my mind on this house. I feel like I'm overpaying for it. Yeah. That wasn't happening when people were putting in 100,000 due diligence <laughs> down, but now it's starting to no. happen a little bit more, right? And we can get you. I mean, there's opportunities the way the contract's written that you won't lose your earnest money if that comes up. And it's unfortunate for sellers because they're like, wait a minute. We had a deal here. Buyer changes their mind and backs out of the sale. Um, you know, these things are enough. Uh, these things happen. Sale fail is not necessarily due to a bad home, um, it, especially with the interest rates fluctuating as they are. Deals fall apart. So, initial seller consultation, we go over that like expectations, like what could happen and what does that mean. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.